Podcraft. Hey, welcome back to uh, Consuming the Craft at uh, the Craft Beverage Institute of the Southeast, housed here at AB Tech, Asheville Buncombe Technical to Community College. Uh, it is a rainy day today, but I have a very, very special guest with me. Her name is Sarah Stender. She is the, what do we call it? The Lady of Leaves. That's a good one. The Empress of All That Which Is Ooh. Tea. My new email signature. <laughs> I like it. So you're with Tima Tea. And I'm excited that you're here because we have you've been a client of the CBI for a little while, a little time now, and we've developed some things here that I'm excited to say are pretty close to market. Mm, yeah, all set. So you you've brought some of the swag that you had before me, and I'm, I'm looking at two cans, two beautiful slim. Are they twelve ounce cans or eight ounce? Twelve ounce sleek style cans. Okay, so I'm gonna grab one of them right here. Uh, it is naturally energizing, free of chemicals, silverback. Classic silver, gently carbonated African tea. <laughs> so it says African tea, and you are Tima tea. I'm assuming this tea is coming from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Puff. Do you and, know what country it's coming from? Well, you've we've we've talked before. This is not the first time you've we we've That's sat true. down and I talked. Do so, know you. so I know that you've uh, spent quite a lot of time over in Rwanda, and mm -hmm. you fell in love with the people over there, mm -hmm. and you have help them establish a farm that grows tea. How long were you there? And what, what, what is, the, tell me more about the tea. All right. I'm really excited to talk about this today. I know. I'm so happy to be on this <laughs> show. It's great. Um, and I hope everyone out there is doing great today. I, my name is Sarah and I'm the um, founding CEO of Three Mountains. It's a, an LLC registered here in Asheville, North Carolina. And Three Mountains has two lines of products. The first line is Tima Tea, which is a loose leaf tea. And Silverback is our ready to drink, non-alcoholic sparkling tea, which is coming out this month. And we've been selling that in kegs for the past year here in Western North Carolina. So Tima means heart in the native language of, Kin of Rwanda, which is Kinyarwandan. Oh, wow. Tima. So the idea is this is from the heart, for the heart, connecting hearts. Um, and, and really Rwanda, <laughs> Rwanda is um, such a special place to me. And um, I used to live there. And from the moment I landed on Rwandan soil, I just, I felt at home. I felt like I was where I was meant to be. I was meeting people I felt like I had known forever and it just completely changed my life. And ever since living there in 2009, I've been working with people in Rwanda to um, build new models of self-reliance. Um, we also have a nonprofit partner called Africa Healing Exchange, which I founded five years ago. And through AHE, we offer trauma healing services, we do resiliency training, and now we offer entrepreneurship development programs um, which is sponsored by Three Mountains. So we help people get uh, products to market. And like tea. Like tea, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, tea and coffee are the two main cash crops coming out of Rwanda. So I also work with coffee farmers there. And um, we serve as a catalyst to connect producers 
of tea with markets in North America. So in front of me, I have black tea, white tea, silver tea, green tea, and Tulsi lemongrass. Mm -hmm. So you have five beautiful tins out in the marketplace already. People buying loose leaf tea. It says loose leaf. Mm -hmm. I've, I'm going to tell you that I have bagged tea at home and I know that that is, I know, how dare I? How <laughs> dare I? It's not that much harder to make loose leaf tea. People need to just get over it's it. It's actually easier. Yes. And you know what? I love helping people make that transition because I too once was in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our whole thing is on the front of these tins, go to our website, drink Tima tea. I know, shameless plug. No, um, that's so fun. I was once in the bag. That, well, our whole thing is get loose and step out of the bag. No, I love it. I right? love it. No, and, and, and I think that loose leaf tea can be kind of intimidating. Totally. For people that have never made tea, it's so much easier. Totally. Okay, so one of my friends here in Asheville is a tea connoisseur and... Um, he owns some tea houses and I highly respect his approach to tea. And about four years ago, he started teaching me really. And I was bringing tea back for gifts for friends and I gave him some and he shared with me, he thought it was some of the, the best tea in the world that he'd ever tasted. And wow. I too would look at all the tools and the gadgets and the pots and the like thermometers and I just thought, no way, like this is too complicated. But really, I w I, I've always loved coffee and I liken it to, um, well, you know, making the switch from, let's say, coffee crystals in a Folgers, it, uh, sorry, instant, in a can. Instant, instant kind instant of coffee. Instant coffee yeah. to whole bean coffee and that you grind, grind at yeah. home and put in a French press. Yeah. How hard is that? And it's how much better? So it actually, we did a YouTube video, it's maybe two minutes long, and we showed two people side by side preparing tea, one with a bag and one with loose leaf, and the one with a loose leaf was uh, faster. Wow. And we have less waste. Yeah. You don't have to make as many trips to the trash can or whatever it is. Um, we have a get loose kit. So it's a sweet little bag with a couple tins and a steep spoon. And you just drop the steep spoon. It's a measure. It's a way to measure the leaves. Drop it in the cup, and couple minutes, pull it out. You're ready to go. And you can travel with it. So we make it really easy. It's better for the environment. You don't have all the packaging. It's better for the tea because the leaves aren't getting crushed in a little bag. Right. And did you know that tea bags have a carcinogen in them? I did, I no, I did not know that. Yeah, the tea bag was actually a mistake. It was a what? Really? It was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, one of my interns last year found this out. It was brilliant. Yeah. So she discovered that um, someone in, I think, the UK sent a sample of tea over to the States in a little satin bag. Yeah. And the guy who received it in the US actually just thought he was supposed to put the whole bag in the water. And he did and, and wasn't supposed to, but that's how it was born. And there's even little pieces of plastic in most tea bags, even chlorine-free tea bags. So it kind of defeats the purpose of having this great antioxidant-rich beverage. Yeah, and then you're, you're putting it in this bag that's going to take away some of that. Yeah. That's, wow. And so this can has a grill on it. Your hat has a grill on mm. it. And on the side of the can, there's two baby gorillas, which I'm pretty excited about. I think they're adorable. <laughs> so, you know, you buy the tea. First of all, the tea is amazing. Thanks. I, I wouldn't call myself a tea connoisseur. Uh, I wouldn't call myself superstitious. I would call myself a little stitious. <laughs> and so uh, that silver needle tea, when you first brought it in, 
it, it's amazing. Mm. It really has an, it, it's a different fla- folks. It's a different flavor. It's mm. amazing. And, and all the kinds of tea, you know, depending on the oxidation and how they're collected and you know, there's a lot of nerdy stuff that goes in it and beautiful nerdy chemistry. As you know, uh, these rugged go looks fool some people at times. There's the heart of a nerd behind it. <laughs> and what we've, yeah. what we've discovered is uh, when you came here, you had this idea for a, a carbonated non-alcoholic tea product and you had a vision and you had a recipe really before you even got here you were just trying to figure out how to get it into these cans these by the way the cans look great i, I can't Thank say it enough you. I know. you're you're calling a 12 ounce can fluent uh 12 ounces of uh, 25 calories is all and you're getting this energizing antioxidant uh, just an amazing beverage and I, of course i've had it before and we've carbonated it here and it's been on draft a couple times I'm excited that uh, you've taken it as far as you have, and it's going to be in this 12-ounce serving. I can't wait to get this off the shelf. Mm-hmm. Now that we're talking about all this beverage and drinking, I have a challenge for you. This is the segment on my show where we, we do something called Booze Clues, which uh, <laughs> I have. I know you're the tea expert, so <laughs> I, I, I have dug deep into the echelon of beverages uh, here in North, Car- uh, North Carolina in uh I've got a tea product in front of you because I, I want you to kind of look and see what's out there. So this this glass I'm putting in front of you is your challenge for today. So it's go ahead. Pretty. It's pretty. Well, I I it was it was fitting. I think okay. um, it's an interesting new product that uh, I've been working with that uh, okay. that gentleman, and it's kind of a neat thing that's coming out. Okay. Again, it's a uh, it's a tea based, but uh, it's a uh, kind of a different market than what you're uh, what you're going for. This energizing, caffeine free, or not caffeine free, definitely caffeine because of the tea. But it's you know that natural style coming from the tea is a little bit uh, a little bit more soothing as as far as I'm concerned. But go ahead and take the smell. What do you what do you smell? What do you okay. see? What do you taste? Describe it for anybody listening out there. Yeah, and Puff, I would just like to give a huge thanks to you and the Craft Beverage oh, Institute. Stop. Really, really, because I have learned so much this year. You say I'm the tea expert, but I have learned so much from you and this program just I- about even taking time to look at the drink, to observe the color, to smell it, to pick up on all those nuances that... And, and your check is in the mail so for that's, that. That's, Thank what you I, very that's what I'm doing right now. $20 and is $20. <laughs> I don't care who you are. It's this beauty. And, and you've taught me how to create a gold standard so that when we're producing our drink, you know, what are the different things we have to look at? And so I'm just noticing that this has got a really nice um, carbonation. It looks pretty light carbonated. Yep. And it's a nice kind of red pink. I'm smelling flowers. It smells sweet. Yeah. It's I haven't tasted it yet. No, it's how I smell when I sweat now. <laughs> 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 so it, it, it's it's a really interesting uh take on a um it's a it has basically mushroom extra extracts mushroom. in it. Yeah. So it's it's an interest and you know, I I work with uh all sorts of mycelial growth here and, and uh, it's got an interesting What's flavor. What's that word? mycelial growth interesting so that's what the you with the fruiting body of the mushroom is what you see above ground what you don't see underground is all the the mycelium it's basically mm. that fibrous connective tissue mm-hmm. so when it decides to grow into a mushroom it wants to sporulate and grow more mm. mushrooms it's kind of mm-hmm. the way it reproduces but so they have some extracts of these mushrooms uh again it's a it's a healthy beverage um mm-hmm. i think it's pretty delicious um i mean i'm not taking anything away from you but i'm trying to challenge it i think experience some new flavors as well so now when you say mushroom i I was expecting it to taste a bit like uh kombucha no it's it's not as earthy okay Uh, and it's an extract of the mushroom so it's going to be kind of filtering out some of that 
uh, umami and some of that. I really like this. Yeah. And I really like the carbonation. And that's what I noticed first is Mm -hmm. just the feeling on my tongue. It's almost tingly. It's a, it's a really um, nice... What's the CO2 level on this? That I couldn't tell you. Oh. Um, I, I, it's, they, they're looking for kind of that soda level mm-hmm. of carbonation. So if you're looking at some of the national brands, you're looking at like 3.1 volume mm-hmm. per volume of CO2. That would be... you know I, I'm not sponsored by any of these places. Mm. So I'm not going to tell you some of the giant conglomerates that are out there. But if you drink anything with a red and white label... That was born in Atlanta. They, they've, it's up to 3.1 volumes per volume of CO2. Okay, that's um, what we're looking at. Yeah, so it, yeah, so it's pretty close to this as mm-hmm. far as sparkling goes. Uh, it, what else do you taste in it? I get some flowery notes. Yeah, I figured yeah. you'd pick this out because I know you're, yeah. you're pretty good when it comes to this. I don't think there's any... Um, so all of my, my, my black, my green, silver, and white come from the Camilla sinensis plant. Mm-hmm. And I'm not picking up any of that tea... So I said tea to kind of throw you off. Yeah, but you, you tricked you me. You said flower and you, you saw that color. So you meant tea sun. <laughs> so herbal. Yeah, so it is, uh, it's a hibiscus tea. Okay. So that's where that color, that beautiful color is coming from. And it's uh, it's just an I- interesting, unique beverage. And mm, uh, like people can find out more about it by uh, by reaching out to me. But hibiscus is good to clean the blood. It said it's really got a lot of great properties in it. Well, and I think it's pretty. It is pretty. It's yeah. a beautiful color and it adds a lot. I mean, you can add it to foods and, and, and beverages and all sorts of things. And I think it adds mm-hmm. a, a, a unique uh, a unique flavor. Now, you've also developed some unique flavors. Yeah. Well, I will just, I mean, I, I love the way it looks. You've, you're serving in a small wine glass and I... Well, I'm sophisticated. I know. <laughs> well, part of, I mean, part of creating these drinks too is to have something fun. Like, it, you know, not everyone drinks alcohol anymore. Yes. So. Or even people who do, you know, we're not going to drink all day. So not to go out, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> to go out and be social and have a fun drink that's not, you know, filled Wait, with you, sugar. Exactly. And, you've got to drive. You've got to, you know, even if yeah. you're the DD or right, yeah, right you don't want to drink. Right. Or there's a lot of medications you shouldn't drink with. Right. Uh, and so you could still go out and enjoy and, and be social mm-hmm. and you know have that drink in your hand. So it's mm-hmm. not like you're standing with your hands in your pockets look like an outsider. Yeah, you know? I mean, water just gets so boring. And that's part of my mission behind Silverback, too, is, you know, my, my original mission is really doing service um, for the people in Rwanda who helped me overcome so much in my 20s. I really struggled a lot. I mean, I have my own personal story. When I first heard about the genocide of 1994, I was 22, and I was like in a really dark place and it changed. You were 22 and 94? No, no. Okay, so I heard about it. I was gonna say, you look amazing (laughs) for being 90 years old. (laughs) This must be something to do with the tea. Years. It has to be the tea. <laughs> I am you thing. I am. <laughs> you, you thing. I like that terminology. That's my fit. I am also not you thing. I am aging, like not like fine wine. This is the reason I'm on a podcast and not on TV is because this is a look for, for radio. Here. Yeah, you this have is, good voice. He has a very nice personality. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, so 22, no, no, the genocide had happened yeah. in, um, 94, but I heard about it, um, a few years after it happened and I could not believe like, where was I when it was happening? What was going on in this country? Um, and it, it just really called out to me 
And I knew that I had to go there one day. And I was on my path. I was on a mission and I knew what my purpose was. And so, you know, then when I discovered that the tea coming out of Rwanda is some of the best in the world, I thought, we have an amazing, amazing product. Why aren't we seeing it on the shelves in the U.S.? So um, I'm one of the only um, importers now bringing in um you know, direct from Rwanda, this tea. And it's, it's direct from the farmer. It's helping out it the people direct. that are growing the tea. Yeah. And you mentioned the silver needle. I think we're the only company selling silver needle tea from any other place besides China in the U.S. right now. So oh, wow. I don't know of any other farm in the continent of Africa um, um, making silver needle tea. And that's, there may be it's some. an amazing tea. It's so it really good, is. right? Yeah, it's this very robust flavor for someone looking for maybe a change from black tea. It's it's a little lighter and it also li- has some caffeine. It's not even, it's not just that it's lighter in color, but it's it's just a bigger, like rounder it's tea bold. flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, but it doesn't it's linger. Got like a, mm-hmm. It's really crisp and it like finishes really clean. Mm-hmm. It's it, tea with the tannins and stuff that mm-hmm. can build up, but this mm-hmm. is like a very cleansing so you could mm-hmm. you could have a glass of that tea with like a lot of foods as well yeah. so it pair well with a lot it of does things pair well. and our third so we're coming out with a silverback classic silverback harvest so this is the can i have in my hand the silverback yeah. harvest this is something we talked about uh when you started developing some of these things and i was like oh you got to do seasonal releases and, blah, mm-hmm. blah. and you're like hold on slow down mm-hmm. let's let's do one thing at a time mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that uh, we can dial these things in and mm-hmm. that's that's kind of what we talked about and you had you've still got some other things under your hat that we're not going to bring up we can talk about the platinum though because that's coming out and that's going to be 100 percent silver and that was my original recipe yes, it was was just just simply silver and lightly sweetened, still keeping it under 40 calories. It probably will be around 30. Um, and it's got a champagne effervescence. No, and it's beautiful. And it's beautiful in a glass. It is. It really is. So. It has a a, a a tiny little sparkle to it. Yeah. And you know, we've, we've tried to help you make those bubbles smaller here, right? We're trying to make, make sure, well, the, the, the CO2 yeah. bubbles, I yeah. mean, that's going to be, it's part of the look mm-hmm. and what we're, uh, what we're trying to achieve while we're here. But this, this harvest gold is going to have, mm-hmm. uh, it's organic black tea mm-hmm. with a little bit of apple. The harvest gold is like, you know, I think about when maybe someone discovered peanut butter and jelly that <laughs> moment <laughs> and my now I can call him fiance. Oh, congratulations. Eddie. Thank you so yeah. much. So he came in. Yeah, and, I'm staring and he, at this ring yeah. and I got LASIK. Oh. Like just looking at the ring, I got LASIK. So, <laughs> so way to go, Eddie. <laughs> way to You're go, never Eddie. meeting my wife. Oh. Never meeting my wife. <laughs> it, yeah. Cubic zirconia is just <laughs> as good as diamond, right? Mosinite. You guys can look those uh, up, but don't meet my wife. It's ethically sourced too. Well, of course it so, is. So... Eddie is amazing. And so he came in one day, you had some apple on the yeah. table and we knew we were going to use some fruit locally um, when it was in season. And then it was one of those moments. He's like, Hey, and we just, we started mixing in the apple and the black tea it was like, boom. So it, amazing. It, it reminded, and then we carbonate it. It reminded me of a beer style called a graph, G-R-A-F. Mm. And that's where the, the apples were out. Cause I was teaching my kids uh, about that. It's coming from a Stephen King novel. It was made up in a Stephen King novel where they were drinking this uh, alcoholic beverage that was like half beer, half cider. Mm-hmm. And normally those are like poured at the bar, but this was something that was either fermented together or blended post. And so this, this you know, the fruit juice was here and it, yeah, it was just a no brainer at that mm-hmm. point, that black tea and so then good. the apple together. And it was something that was, 
all of us were like, wow, why, why does it take this long to mm-hmm. get to this flavor? Yeah. Cause it just pair like the tannins in the, in the actual tea, the black tea add complexity mm-hmm. to the juice in the apple. Mm-hmm. It's a really brilliant yeah. pairing, a brilliant combination. It is. And it's not too sweet. You know, it's thirst yes. quenching and it just makes you want to have more. And it's like you've already said, it's energizing. And, you know, there was a day that I would uh, turn to energy drinks just, you know, to have the energy I thought I needed through the day. And I, I don't want to I don't want to drink those chemicals anymore. I wanted to find a healthy alternative using natural ingredients. Well, that, it's not so much sugar either. Mm, it's right. a lot less sugar at that mm-hmm. point. And you're still, you know, that the fruit juice is, of course, going to add a little sugar, but the tea, you know, blends some of that sweetness with some of the tannic flavors of the tea. So it's not cloyingly sweet mm-hmm. and it's, it's a great balance and it's a great beverage. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't thank you enough for being here. You've told we, to, we have to talk about the gorilla though. We started. Oh yeah. Yeah. The gorilla. yeah let's get back to that. So these gorilla, the gorilla on the can, this, why is the gorilla on the can? Right. He's fierce, right? Yeah. Just like me. And <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the guys at Big Bridge Design are amazing. And they've been working with me to do our Team of Tea logo and to do this can design for the silverback. This cans look great. And the gorilla on their front, um, they, you know, we designed from scratch. This yep. isn't just an image we pulled. And in Rwanda... Um, the mountain range is called the Virunga Mountains, and there are these silverback gorillas that live in the mountains on the border of Rwanda, Democratic Republic of Congo, and Uganda. Yeah. Right there. And back in the day when Diane Fossey um, was, you know, gorillas in the mist, 1970s, there were only about 40 gorillas left. Wow. And then she helped build the population back up. And then the 94 genocide just once again, like, Wiped destroyed. Out, yeah so much of the 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 human population the animal population the businesses i mean the nation was completely you know it was destroyed yeah and so it's there's this this film about the cycling team in rwanda called rising from the ashes and it's so inspiring and so the work that we do now is to help inspire people around the world that if people could if people experienced the genocide and still found a reason to live and like rising from the ashes after that, it's such an amazing story of resiliency. And the the country is doing so well now. I mean, we still have a lot of work to do. Sure. Um, people need jobs. People need help with. But you're with, creating those jobs by buying the tea. Creating it, yeah. yeah. So everyone who purchases our product is making a difference in that way too. And the gorilla. So now we have about 450 gorillas in Rwanda, and they're making a comeback slowly but surely. And you can, if you take a crop to cup tour trip with us, you can do a trek out with the gorillas. And oh it, wow! It's life changing. It, it's definitely a bucket list item. And um, the gorillas just really inspire me. It's, you know, our tagline is spirit of resilience and the gorillas represent that perfectly. So we put that on the can because this is what our drink is about, is um, becoming more resilient, um, doing anything, really following following our path and living the life of our dreams and having enough energy to do it all (laughs) (laughs) and staying healthy and youthing. And youthing. (laughs) (laughs) So I will need a main line of this uh, to help youth me. Uh, but I can't. No, that's it, it. It's truly an amazing story. Um, how you were helping that. Uh, it, certainly that region is is really inspiring. And uh, I was excited to help you 
um, develop the product here because of that story. Um, it wasn't just, you know, you were looking to try to turn a dollar. I mean, this stuff is helping people expand their farms and have jobs and really change the way they live mm -hmm. because there is income coming in now that they didn't have before. And I mean, people are getting educated. It's just, it's, it's a different level of philanthropy that you've discovered. Uh, and it's, uh, and the beautiful thing about it is all the tea is amazing. It is. It, it, I mean, it's a really, really delicious flavor. So, um, we will talk about, uh, the Tulsi lemongrass which yeah. is kind of a new venture for Team of Tea. Yeah, I have a, a quick story about the Tulsi. So like I mentioned, the other four teas are coming from um, the same plant, Camellia sinensis, and um, most of our tea comes from one area in the northern part of R Rwanda. Um, and I've been working with a group of women in the western part of Rwanda right on Lake Kivu, which borders the Congo. And they go by Umutuzo, which means resilience in Kinyarwandan. <laughs> and they are my teachers. So I've been working with them the longest. And most of them are coffee farmers. Um, so we recently managed to secure a small piece of land. And for the first time ever in this community, they actually own a plot of land, which is huge because normally they would have to rent land and they would grow coffee and they harvest it twice a year. Mm -hmm and sell it to the big companies. And in between the harvest, they're very food insecure, just trying to make ends meet. They're growing vegetables for their families, selling cabbages at the market. So I've been working with a farm in uh, North Carolina called Gentle Harmony, and it's been growing Tulsi for this tea that we have in tins now. And they've been teaching us about how to grow and cultivate Tulsi and they're serving as volunteers for this program in Rwanda that we're doing now with the women. So we have uh, 5,000 Tulsi plants wow. growing now. And our first harvest will be in uh, February. I'll be back in Rwanda. And we're accepting applications now if anyone would like to travel with us. It's coming right up. Wow. Um, and we're also growing, we're sowing in oat straw. So we're growing oat straw in Tulsi in Rwanda for the first time ever. Um and the lemongrass in this tea is coming from the eastern province in Rwanda. It's certified organic. So we started partnering with some botanical farmers in Rwanda as well. It's a group of 60 farmers in a community that only five years ago was completely cashless. Wow. Cashless. And now they have solar electricity in their village. The kids are going to school. The farmers are able to pay for their children's school fees. And it's change their life and it's really it's really easy it's, to make a really really big impact it's a generational change it's amazing it's not just that they're changing the people's lives on uh, like now but the kids getting educated and going to yeah. school that's a generational change and that's to changing see, the way exactly. they grow up it's changing what they're learning it's changing what they're going to be able to become in that region the women we work with are now um 55 in umatuzo who are doing the we call it Ubuzima Healing Garden. Ubuzima means total health. And their children were so inspired, they formed their own association called Vision Youth. Hmm. And they elected officers, and they have a mission of changing the future for themselves and their children. And they're anywhere from 7 to 16 years old. So you're right. This is a, this is a legacy we're building, and I really 
want everyone to feel like they can be part of this legacy. There's so many ways to get involved. People can join our nonprofit. People can travel to Africa with us and just simply purchasing and, you know, voting with your dollar and purchasing one of our products really makes a, there's a huge ripple effect. There is. And uh, I can't thank you enough for coming to the Craft Beverage Institute of the Southeast today and sharing your story, uh, sharing the excitement of the new beverages coming out and uh, showing and, and talking about um, all of the things that you've done all over the world now. Uh, so thank you, Sarah, for being here today. And I appreciate you stopping by, consuming your craft. And once again, this is Puff. Cheers. Cheers.